Google has bought a lot of companies over the years, but there was one purchase a few years ago that made people say, okay, this is it. The robots are in fact coming for us and we're all going to die. That didn't turn out to be true. But when Google bought the robot maker Boston Dynamics in 2013, some of us had some paranoid visions of Google installing computer brains into their terrifying, gigantic quadruped robots, look them up if you haven't seen them, and then they would all proceed to kill us all. Instead, it's all come to a pretty mundane conclusion. Apparently, Alphabet, as they're now called, they used to be Google back in those days, came to the conclusion that these terrifying dog-like robots just weren't making any money for them, and they've been looking for a buyer for this company for over a year. Their robots, although they were interesting, struggled to get military contracts because they were really loud and apparently hard to repair in the field. So Alphabet is now selling the company to SoftBank, the Japanese telecom, along with Shaft, another robot maker that Alphabet owned. Separately, SoftBank is raising a $100 billion tech fund, the biggest ever, so they will probably be connected to some more big deals soon. Thanks for listening. This is Annie Gauss for Silicon Valley Beat. Facebook is making it easier for politicians to get their messages out to you. For elected officials who use Facebook, they'll now see a badge designating whether or not a user is a constituent, with a catch. More on that in a sec. Additionally, though, politicians will be able to see what news stories are most talked about in their districts and be able to target posts and polls specifically to those constituents. It's an expansion of Facebook's Town Hall feature, which they introduced back in March. Now, the point of Town Hall was to make it easier for voters to find out who their representatives are and to reach out to them, either on Facebook or by email or phone. Here's that catch, though. You have to opt into this with your real address to be able to take advantage of these connecting with your reps features. So none of this is guaranteed to be useful if people don't opt in. In any case, though, Mark Zuckerberg has been focusing quite a bit this year on how Facebook can potentially help public discourse, and he himself has been on quite a political tour of sorts after traveling all across the country to small towns and eventually making a commencement speech at Harvard that many interpreted as much more like a political stump speech. So... Should Zuck run for office? Let me know your thoughts in a call-in. Thanks for listening. This is Annie Gauss. It goes without saying that online video is big, and it's about to get much, much bigger, according to a new study from Cisco. Right now, video makes up 73% of all internet traffic. That's all your Netflix, your YouTube, all other forms of streaming content, as well as things like webcams. But by 2021, that number could reach 82% of all internet traffic. And that might not sound like a huge jump percentage-wise, but as people watch more and higher quality video, bandwidth consumption is going to explode. That jump could triple 
bandwidth consumption, according to Cisco. And a lot of that growth is expected to be in live video. And that's clear when you look at what's happening with companies like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. Everybody seems to be building out more live video. Twitter, for example, is planning a 24-7 live streaming network with content partners like Bloomberg and the MLB and a few others. And Facebook is similarly pursuing more original live video. And as more and more people out there cut the cord, they hope they can all capture some of those eyeballs. This is Annie Gauss. Thanks for listening to Silicon Valley Beat.